What's up, everybody? This is HB, and welcome to episode three of Life is So Boring. Episode three, I have used our lovely, lovely, lovely Jada Pinkett Smith. I have allowed her to inspire episode three, and it, it's titled Entanglement. <laughs> um, I have been following a lot of um, topics surrounding uh, Jada Pinkett's recent um, confession to her entanglements as she termed it i love i love the term entanglement however it to her affair with um august alcina august alcina and i thought it would you know it would be a good idea to kind of talk about the topic because i've seen so many discussions um so many different points of views uh that i felt very interesting So I figured I would, you know, get a piece of this discussion and I would talk about it on episode three. Um, I know a lot of my other episodes have been put to a halt because of schedule conflicts um, with some of my guests. They've been extremely busy and I've needed to actually take a vacation myself, just um, a mental vacation and I was away uh like two weekends in a row so I really didn't have time to record and again um you know the my guests their schedules were kind of tight and they were traveling so I'm using this episode as an opportunity to just talk about entanglements and kind of share with the world what my view is on an entanglement um I know some people have asked me you know have you ever been involved in the entanglement so I just want to kind of cover some of those um questions that I have you know received so for starters um I know there is a lot going on a lot of talk about the double standards that exist between men and women when it comes to affairs, infidelity, you know, even just sex period, women are held to a higher standard. We are, you know, if we basically can't do the same things that men do. And that's just that's just bottom line. Without without being judged for it, we can't. You know, so I do indeed think that um that infidelity does have a double standard while listening to Jada you know there were so many things first of all let me just just clear that I love Jada Pinkett um Jada Pinkett Smith I think she's a very very deep and soulful person um she speaks to me on so many different levels prior to this whole entanglement talk and conversation it's just like she she's just so soulful She feeds um, your soul with a lot of positivity and she makes you just see things from a different perspective. And, you know, while she spends a lot of time speaking about traumas and healing, she just does it from a place that makes it very understandable, very relatable. And because of that, I am very fond of Jada Pinkett Smith. Um... So I think that when she described, I think I did a post or something and I spoke about it when she said, you know, what she learned was that you cannot find happiness outside of yourself. And that, you know, she was in a really, really deep 
sad place when she got into this entanglement with August Alcina. And I think that for all women, we all felt that and we all understood that. Not that men can't be, you know, in a sad place or whatever the case may be. But I think from a woman's woman's perspective, we all kind of felt what she meant when she said that. And I don't know what happened or transpired between her and Will that led for them to think that their marriage was over. But, you know, the fact that they were separated, um, I do believe that, you know, if they were separated, how can she be <laughs> held accountable for what she did when they were separated? I'm sure when they were separated, Will probably was with somebody you get what I'm saying so I, I don't get what the big deal is about them both being separated and this taking place I think for me it would be more of a you know August with somebody that was around their family around their children even around Will and for that to be the person that she chose to have this entanglement with to me that is more of the issue more of uh, rather than the fact that she had an entanglement at all, if that makes sense. So I think that when it comes to double standards, I think men are able to do, uh, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just proven fact, like men cheat and, you know, in most cases they're forgiven for it. You know, women often feel like, you know, they have no choice but to forgive a man for cheating. I don't know too many women who don't. Now, me personally, have I been cheated on before? Of course. Of course. Have I cheated on someone before? Yes, I have. In my young, in my younger days, I have, you know, before I valued relationships or my partner but as as a grown adult no I don't feel the need to cheat on my partner I me personally I look for everything in my partner meaning you know I'm the type of person that I my partner is my everything in terms of he's my best friend he's my hangout buddy whatever like I really don't look outside of my partner for anything you know what I mean so for me there's no need for me to cheat and then and then on top of that you know once you get older yeah you, you start to realize like you can't me I can't keep up with multiple people you know men men got mood disorders just like women like I can't be putting up with no one and two men and they gotta keep up with what this one like and that one like with this one this like like nah I can't do it so, you know, I know people have asked me like, okay, so if you were in the entanglement or if, um, were, were, was I ever in an entanglement? And I'm like, you know, not, not voluntarily, you know, meaning, cause it's a meme going around saying like half of y'all, all y'all know is entanglement. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny because it's true. Like, you know, so many of us have resorted to having relationships that you know we know that there are other people we know that there that our partner is seeing someone outside of us um for me it has never been okay i've i've never been okay with that um now i was in a situation 
a few years ago and I was in a relationship and the person after being in a relationship I found out that the person was married and they had two wives okay not one two so um you know, it was a different culture. The person that I was dealing with was Nigerian and that's not in any way to um, stereotype or, you know, um, stereotype any Nigerians. I have plenty of friends who are Nigerian. Um, but in my experience with the Nigerian that I was dating, they believe in polygamy and initially in our relationship, I didn't, he didn't push anything to me in terms of polygamy or marriage or that was not even our discussion you know we had a relationship we spent time together I had no knowledge of nobody like I didn't even know that there was anybody else you know what I mean so I think further into our relationship what happened was he visited Nigeria and when he visited Nigeria, I visited, you know, home. I was living in Georgia and I visited home during that time. And he was going, I think, for about a month. And I remember, you know, the first week or so. No, it was like the first week, you know, he called. But it was like, you know, I'm visiting my family. He's visiting his family. So it wasn't really too much of an emphasis on how often we we spoke but once I left Philly and went back to Georgia now I'm like okay what's up with you like you know what I mean I'm 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 checking in more often with him and I'm expecting him to check in more often with me however I don't know the good lord child when I tell you the good lord showed me this like to this day to this day he thinks somebody told me about all of his stuff that he had going on when it's I, I really just it was just the good lord just gave me a vision and i really like just started to investigate and i found out so what happened was he was in nigeria and he had a business page now we're talking facebook okay so i guess this is an entanglement story yeah i'm telling y'all an entanglement story so he had a Facebook, right? So now him and I, I don't believe that partners should be Facebook friends. I just don't, I, I don't believe in that, but whatever. So when I get home from Georgia, you know, I didn't have nothing. That's why they say uh, idle mind is a devil's playground, child, because I ain't had nothing to do. Wait, sorry, y'all. I ain't had nothing to do. So what do I do? I get on that damn internet and i start looking through facebook so i see his name i see his business page so on a business page it wasn't really nothing so then i go on like his his private page but you know it's like locked down you know but his friends list wasn't locked down so i was like oh let me see you know i'm looking through the friends list now it's all african names so you know the fuck i the fuck don't know like i'm just looking all these African names, you know, they names be last name, first name, first name, last name. I don't know. So I'm scrolling through the list. So I'm like random, randomly. And when I tell y'all randomly, I am like randomly picking people's names and profiles to click on. So I'm at the top. So, you know, it's alphabetical order. So I'm at the top. So I get to like B's. What's our last name? No, it's an A. So I click on an A name. 
some African A name. I just literally, like, I cannot stress to y'all enough that I just randomly clicked on this fucking name. So I clicks on the name. So I'm like, oh, okay, you know, the little profile picture come up. So then when I clicked on the profile picture and the full page came up, baby, why was that cover photo him, the lady, and a whole baby? I was like, you talking about somebody's heart was like, I'm like, wait a minute, is this him? So I'm click, I clicked the picture and I'm like, oh my God, like this man is in a whole, like, now I'm on a girl page, like just flat out, like now I'm on the, 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 the lady's page. So I'm like, what the fuck? Clicking through, all you see is little family pictures and whatever the case may be. So I'm like, oh my God, like, oh my God, like, y'all, I almost had a heart attack, but anyway, so I'm looking through the pictures and I'm just like, oh my God, like I couldn't even get myself together. So I finally go to, cause you know, uh, Africans, they use WhatsApp a lot. So that's why I'm like, like I use WhatsApp a lot. People think that when I'm on WhatsApp, like they usually use WhatsApp to travel. That's what most of us use it for. But I'm always on there because of, you know, I used to have a lot of affiliations with, you know, Africans. So we communicated a lot through WhatsApp. So nevertheless, I see the, the picture. I see him and I'm just like trying to figure the shit out. So I now message him, I think, called him. I know we was at, it was different times. I can't remember, but I know I tried to reach out to him, but I didn't want to send him the picture because I know how he is. And I'm like, if I send him the picture, he is not going to call me. He's not going to call me. So he ended up calling. I was like, yeah, he ended up calling me. No, I ended up calling his friend. I ended up calling his friend. So when I called the friend, the friend just was like, no, 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 no. Ain't no, 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 no. Like, this is what, so I'm sitting in the front of the picture, like, this is what he is down there doing. This is what he down there, like, you know, I'm just going through the whole motion or whatever. So then he ends up, he did end up reaching out to me. And he just was like, it's not what you think. It's not what you see. It, it's not what you think. You know, like, you know, it's not, it's, it's not what it looks like. And I'm just stuck, like, well, what the, well, wait. What am I looking at? Because this is a lady, a man, and a baby. And they got more African shit. Like the king and the queen and the little baby. Like, well, well, sir, can you explain to me what it is that I'm looking at that you're saying is not what it is? Because this looks crazy. So, long story short, I end up, I couldn't take it no more. So, I end up messaging the girl. I know y'all, I know y'all, don't judge me for this. <laughs> don't judge me for this, but this, don't judge me. So I end up messaging the girl, the, the lady or whatever. So the lady, she she took forever. It's like, she never messaged me back until like a whole day later, like, like a day and a half later. So when she finally messaged me back, she called, she sent a, a, a voice, she sent a voice thing through messenger she sent the voice thing through messenger i think my message to her was you know hi you know like who is this man to you in the pictures because back here like this is my boyfriend you know all corny and dumb like come on heather like i, I would never 
to today, like I would I would never ever. But anyway, so when she finally messaged me back, she sent a voice message or whatever, and she was saying something like I really couldn't understand it at first. So then she was trying to get him. She said, "Yes, he is. He is married." He is married or whatever. So I hear her arguing with him, but in their in their language, they speak Yoruba. So I hear her like arguing with him, but she she's breaking off in the argument to come back to me to say, tell her, tell her you are married. Tell her you are married. That's all I kept hearing her telling him to say. And then he wouldn't say nothing. When I tell you he ain't say a peep, like, I wouldn't even knew he was there. Like, I didn't, like, he never acknowledged that he was even a next door or nothing. So, that was that. So, I said, okay. So, I hung up and I told her, I was like, listen, you know, enjoy your time with him. Because, mind you, this is week one. And he going to be there for, like, a whole, a whole month. You talk about, can you imagine, can you imagine finding out your man is in a whole nother country with a whole wife and baby? You thinking he there handling business and he is with his family. What? And you only a week in to his 30-day visit, child? <sighs> anyway, so she ends up, so that was that. So I told her, I was like, you know, enjoy your time with him, whatever, whatever. I'm My apologies, I, I didn't know. You know what I mean? And I left it at that and I don't be bothering people after I get what I need to know. So she ends up calling me. Right. And, and and honestly, we're 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 good friend like I don't want to say good friends, but she's my friend on Facebook. Like we're friends. Like well, I talked to her and I just, anyway, let me get through the story first and then I'll tell y'all. So she ends up calling me. So when she ends up calling me, she was like, um she she called through the she kept calling through the messenger or whatever. So she calls me and was like, Can you please forgive him? Like, please, please, please forgive him. Men, men, they cheat. They please forgive him. I'm like, wait, excuse me? So she was like, for my sake, for my baby's sake, please, please forgive him. Please forgive him. And I'm like, lady, like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) So I'm like, totally confused because I'm like, I've never like experienced this. So I'm like, well, what the hell he done said to her to make her call back and say, you know, whatever. So, you know, we talked or whatever, and I just was like, you know, I, I can't, like, he's there with you, like, that's just that, let's just lead us, whatever, or whatever, whatever. So, I didn't talk to her no more, she ain't talked to me no more, the whole 30 days went on, and, you know, he ended up coming back, and when he came back, I just was, I, I wouldn't talk to him, like, I wouldn't talk to him. So he finally popped up at the house because I think when he came, soon as he came back, he started calling. Like soon as his feet must have touched U.S. soil, he was on my line. But I wasn't answering, wasn't responding, like nothing. You get what I'm saying? Like I wasn't giving no nothing. So he ended up popping up at the house. So he ended up popping up at the house and he um was like, can, can I just talk to you or whatever? Now, backtrack. I know y'all heard me say he had two wives. So when I talked to the wife, the first wife, so culturally, I guess that's considered his wife in Nigeria. I don't know. But he had, he has a wife, he had a wife in Georgia. 
that the wife told me about the the girl the one that i called in nigeria when me and her was talking on the phone she was telling me about the other woman that was um in georgia she was like no they are married they are married and i was like oh my god child we got two of y'all sheesh anyway so backtrack to him being home now so he's home he's home or whatever and he comes to the house and he just was like, you know, can I talk to you or whatever? So we talk, you know, and he's just like, it's better. I'll never forget. He said this saying, let me see what he say. Then he said, it's better to know the, your devils than to not know your devils. Something. Um, what he say? I got to Google it while I'm talking to y'all. I'm going to Google it. Cause, cause this is what he, this is what he said to me, but hold on. I'm talking about some hold on. Anyway, he said it is, it's better to know your, better to know your devils than to not know your devils. Basically like, you know what it is with me now. And that's all it is. It's no more. Like if, if you could just accept that, then, you know, it's better to know what I'm getting with him. And this is, this is the manipulation. This is how I used to play with my mind. It's better to know what I'm getting with him than to chance going out there and meeting somebody who I, I don't know what their intentions are for me. That's basically what, what he was trying to say. So I just was like, you know, like I now I think you would have to understand where I was personally in terms of like emotionally, financially, I was in a very, very, very bad place. So this is where I understood what Jada Pinkett was kind of referring to. So I was like in this really, really low bad place. Like I moved to Georgia. I didn't have, you know, the company that I went to work for had shut down. So I'm out there basically, and this man is providing for me. You know what I mean? And honestly, our relationship when we first met, when we first met, it I I didn't our plans weren't really to be in a relationship. You know, I had made it very clear that I just, you know, I had just moved to Georgia. I didn't want to jump into a relationship. I just wanted to get acclimated with the area. I'm very, very big on um meeting people because I believe that's how you grow your network. People think that you always have to meet somebody to mess with them or to deal with them or, you know, people just automatically assume that a man and a woman have to meet and they have to have this sexual relationship. And that's not always the case. I'm very big on meeting people who um, who have connections and I like to be a connection. And in Georgia, you know, Georgia is big for that, like just networking. So for me, you know, I did when I first met him, I did, you know, have an attraction to him and I did like him and he was the person that you know I kind of fell for but I didn't have I didn't plan to get into a relationship with him you know I made it clear you know and I think he didn't plan to really get into one with me I think we were more just having fun I wanted somebody that you know I wanted to get acclimated with the area I started a new job I wanted to get familiar with you know Georgia and doing things so he was that person that I kind of felt comfortable doing that with but when things started to unravel and unfold in my life in terms of my finances he stepped up to the plate I think he felt obligated in some sense because he was the man that was like consistent in my life at the time he felt obligated to be 
to provide for me and to take care of me during that time. And, you know, and I appreciate him to this day. I, 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 we're friends and I appreciate God putting him in my life at that time. You know, I think you meet people for a reason, you know, and what they say, a reason in a season. And in that season of my life, he was the person that God placed in my life to carry me through that season. And he wasn't supposed to stay in my life forever as as a partner, you know, and I realized that I realized everything that came from that entanglement. But back to I don't know where I left off with the story, but him and I talked about it. And, you know, I honestly consider, you know, staying in this relationship with him after knowing, <laughs> you know, after knowing like there's a wife in Nigeria and there's a wife here. You know, I, I honestly considered it because I prior to that, I didn't know anything, you know. So in my mind, it was like, well, shit, I, I ain't know nothing about them. Had I not went snooped around and was on that page and did all that, I would have never known, you know. So I thought about that. But then, you know, he went back to Nigeria. So I'm like, oh, see, now you playing you want playing in my face. You you just going you just going to keep going to fucking Nigeria now. Like this nigga really went right back to Nigeria. So when he went right back to me, it just I I that is when I had my realization that wait a minute, Heather, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You letting this man treat you like a second class citizen. You you are a highly educated woman. I don't care where you're at right now in your life. This is a temporary situation to where you're not working, but you're allowing, I was allowing myself to feel down and I was allowing myself to feel like I couldn't do any better or I had to accept this because if not, what was going to happen for me? Like, so in that moment, I really, I really had considered, considered it. But when he went back, I just, I came to my fucking senses. And that's just real rape. I came to my senses and I remember leaving him. Like, I left him while he was in Nigeria. He had no idea where I went, no idea where I lived. He didn't know anything about Philly. Mind you, I was supposed to be moving into his house. So instead of moving into his house, I packed up. I got a storage, packed it up, packed my, uh, my car up and rolled out headed home and never seen him again never talked to him again until I guess maybe uh six months to a year later now ironically enough the wife in Nigeria and I we had um started to conversate so she had reached out to me because he apparently she reached out to me. Now, mind you, I'm on to the next. I'm living my best life back in Philly. You know, I'm finally getting over what transpired between him and I. And, you know, she reached out to me. So I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, what's going on? So apparently he had went back to um, the woman in Georgia. Yeah, the one the other wife he had went back to her and i guess he called himself cutting the one off in nigeria which i was a whole mess so she was um she was just going through some things so you know i felt bad just because of the type of person i am and you know 
I know how mean he could be. So I ended up sending her money. Yeah, I sent her money. I, I sent her. I sent her some money. I went to Walmart and uh, what's it called? Western Union. Western Union to her some money to hold her over until he stopped being mean. And then I reached out to him and I just told him, like, you know, I just sent your, your, your wife and your son, whatever. And he was like, you didn't have to do that. I said, okay, but I did. Now, I don't know what's going on. It's really none of my business. But, you know whatever so him and i talked about the situation but i heard his let's say i heard his side of the story but you know i'm a woman first so when it comes to women i um i stand firm in women um just not really being victims of these relationships with men who are taking advantage not saying he was taking advantage of her because in their culture they are providers he does provide everything for her but they also men also use that to their advantage when they are the provider and in some ways he did it to me you know, because here it is, he's providing for me. I, I don't got two pennies to rub together and the little money that did come through my hand, I had to pay nothing but bills. So, you know, he used that that leverage to know that, you know, in some in some ways I needed I needed him and I'm sure she needed him and whoever else, but that's neither here nor there. Um we end up building a friendship. She has sent me and Austin um, clothes and, you know, stuff like that. But I say all of that to say um, that that was my entanglement experience. And I think I would would be because people I've seen the meme that says, well, who were you? Were you Will, Jada or August? So in this situation, I was August um, in this entanglement. Um, what I did learn from that is very much like, um, Jada talked about. And that's just that, you know, sometimes we have this level of codependency where we love to feel needed. We love for people to feel like they, they need us or depend on us. And I feel like it worked both ways in this relationship, I feel like I was codependent on him um, because of my situation. And I also feel like the flip. I feel like once I started to get my life together, um, me being in a position now where his wife, you know, was able to rely on me and need me for something made me feel, you know, whatever. So I think now hindsight moving forward and, you know, my my relationship following that, um, I just look at the trend and the and and just some of the continuing patterns that I see in my relationships. And that's me always feeling you know, that need for someone to need me. And like Jada said, that is nothing but past hurts and traumas that you need to resolve and that you need to heal from so that you don't have that level of codependency. Um, so yeah, so, you know, that, that, that was my entanglement story. I didn't even mean to tell that story, but you know, here it is. Y'all got, y'all got an entanglement story. 
um, for those. A lot of people used to ask me about their relationship, like whatever happened, whatever happened. And, you know, for a long time, it was very painful to talk about because um, not so much painful because of him. Honestly, it was more painful because that stint of my life where I was broke. I was more upset about being broke than that nigga having two wives. And that's just the honest to God truth. But that's just me. You know, um, I think that stint of my life uh, was very emotional for me. And, you know, it just was hard for me to kind of talk about it. And to this day, I don't really like to talk about it no more because it's the past. You know, I don't like reliving negative experience. Like, I'm not going to keep talking about negative stuff. You know, when I'm trying to live a positive life and I'm trying to be positive and attract positivity, like I, I just I remember listening to what's her name? Sarah Jessica. What's um, T.D. Jake? Sarah Jessica Jake's T.D. Jake's daughter. She was saying how sometimes we tie ourselves to those past stories about ourselves that are like sad and you know these melancholy moments that we have and we they become our claim to fame like we we find ourselves talking about it all the time and I felt myself always telling this Georgia story always talking about what happened to me in Georgia so now I don't even talk about Georgia anymore I don't talk about anything that happened to me in Georgia because I don't want to connect myself to that negativity or to that troubled time of my life um if that makes sense and I know I'm kind of straying away from the entanglement talk but yes that was the entanglement story um I know another person asked me something about no somebody on my post was saying we were talking about forgiveness um I think that when it comes to relationships forgiveness is a very 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 huge driving factor um i remember going to church one day and the preacher said when choosing a partner you want to look at how that person forgives if you want to look at anything you want to look at how that person forgives because forgiveness is a is, is big it's huge in life relationships friendships everything so i think the fact that will is able to forgive jada and they are able to you know, they were able to salvage their marriage and continue to be on this journey of love and positivity. I mean, I think it speaks volumes. You know, you're there's always going to come a time in life where you have to forgive someone and when someone has to forgive you. You know, so when I struggle with forgiveness, you know, because I, I, there's times that I think of things that people have said to me or done to me, you know, partners or whatever. And I'm just like, damn, like, damn, that, that, that's, that's some real hurtful stuff. You know what I mean? And it plays on your mind and it plays in your heart. And you just like, you know, how do I get over this? And, you know, I'm constantly praying to God that I don't want to harbor any ill feelings towards anybody. You know, I want to, I want to be able to forgive people. No, no matter how hard it is, because I have children, I have sons that have a daughter. Every they'll grow up one day and they'll be in relationships and they'll experience life, and somebody will have to forgive them. So when I do forgive and I do a lot of good things out here in this world, it's because I do it so that maybe they can reap the benefits of my goodness. 
someday in the future, somebody will be good to them and somebody will give them a pass on certain things. Um, but yeah, so this this episode kind of was more so just um, me giving my view, which turned into me sharing a story with you guys about um, this whole entanglement thing. Um, I think entanglements happen more often than not. <laughs> so, you know, more entanglements to come. Um, but yeah, so in terms of my next episode, I have not decided quite yet. I am supposed to be um, doing an episode with the Genie Collective t- to give them the opportunity to talk about their initiative. I do know they have some upcoming um, events that will be very interesting for um probably uh, some of you guys uh if you have children so in my other episode was supposed to be austin and i um mommy daughter talk we had we did begin to record but we kind of got sidetracked and you know so the next two episodes will be one of those two things i am again i am extremely thankful for everybody who has listened to life is so boring podcast who have shared my podcast who have you know sent me topics questions anybody who has taken the time just to support me overall and to give me advice and you know i've had some people like when when episode three coming out and i and it made me feel really good because i'm just like oh dang i didn't know you know anybody really cared but i'm glad and i'm i'm extremely happy for all the support so until I decide what the next episode will be. I will keep you guys posted. Don't forget to share um, or like my page on Instagram. It is life is so underscore boring. Or you can follow my page on Facebook. Thank you again for hearing me out. I'll see you guys or I'll update you guys um, soon with episode four. Peace out.